0: sports anime fan podcast my name is matt and joining me today is a very special guest matt
1: hi hey uh
0: so this is our series review for tiger mask i kind of never really believed that we'd get here (laughs) um it's been a quick quick nine months of watching (sighs) wrestling anime every week which has been uh occasionally delightful um, but often disappointing. But we'll get into the yep. specifics uh, as we go through. Um, one thing I want to point out up front, you know, whenever we do these series reviews, we have um, a general format where we'll we'll go through, we'll talk about the season, we'll talk about major themes, we'll discuss whether it executed it well or not, and we're going to do that to some extent today. Um, but we're going to try a a, a new aspect to these reviews, and see see what happens. Uh, we're going to right. draft our favorite and least favorite characters. Um, so I listen to an almost unhealthy number of baseball podcasts, <laughs> and uh, on a number uh, on that that's where I got the idea. On some of the the ones I like, they'll when they want to discuss something, they'll they'll do a draft. So the two hosts will go back and forth, and they will draft ideas or players or whatever that they want to discuss and they'll format things that way. So, essentially how it'll work, one of us will go first, we will claim a character for our quote unquote team um right. and then we will have a, you know, a discussion about that character, uh why we think they're the best or the worst character in the show. Um and then the other person will be able to go and draft and they'll be able to draft any other character in the show except for the one that i already discussed um so just like a draft in the sports league uh, except there are no consequences and we're talking about cartoons Um, (laughs) but uh so it should be pretty self-evident how it works as we get into it Um, but before we do that uh, i want to just talk about the show itself um Uh, we didn't really have any history with the show or with the franchise of Tiger Mask before we started.
1: Right. Um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, uh, I, I was kind of excited because it did seem like it was going to be kind of like this sort of fun, campy throwback. Yeah. Uh, like, and to be fair, like the first eight minutes did that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, that, was, that was kind of what I had hoped. Hoped
0: for going into this. Yeah, show. you were pretty hype about this. Oh yeah, s- series.
1: Yeah, no, because I, I was just envisioning some sort of like a modern day take on like a goofy '70s cartoon using that sort of logic, and but be, you know, yeah, more... and
0: hopefully being super self aware,
1: right? Uh, but that's not really what we got.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and and I was basically with you. I was I was into it. I wanted it to be goofy. I wanted it to be self aware. I wanted it to be funny. Um, it ended up being much m- taking itself much more seriously um, but not really having the execution to do so So right. ba- basically how this series went is it followed the exploits of Naoto and Takuma um, who are both trying to avenge their master who was uh, injured by the evil wrestler uh, Yellow Devil and so the, Naoto and Takuma go on quests One Naoto becomes uh, the next generation of Tiger Mask, a legendary hero. And Takuma joins the evil organization and becomes Tiger the Dark. They try to work from the inside and the outside to find Yellow Devil uh, and avenge their master. And along the way, they make a lot of friends and fight a lot of fights. Um, and eventually, at the end of the show, they, they find
1: the original Yellow Devil uh, and they beat what? him up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think that there is a pure summation of what the story really is. Yeah. They fight, they meet a guy, or they want to fight a guy, they can't do it, very end of the story, they do it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think one of the biggest issues with this show is that it never really seems to be quite sure what it wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many times where it like I, one of the are one of the most remarkable things I noticed about this show is that our opinion wildly fluctuated in how it was doing different things well and then just completely like failing in other aspects. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the most notable of this was I think like. For example, the Red Death Mask fight was probably the one that was, for the longest time, was kind of the best episode, just because of how well animated it was, how unique the fight was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, with a guy whose specialty is literally just crushing faces. Yeah. Um. And but you know it's like we, we were really excited about that for one episode, and then there was another later episode where we would getting where we were really getting excited about the implications of Fukuwara Mask's backstory. Yep. Um, and, but it could never really stick to one thing that it was good with, and then just immediately would disappoint the next episode.
0: Well, yeah, it would disappoint, and also it would drastically change in its tone. Um, right. Because one episode, you'd have these super high-stakes matches where, you know, it's sort of life or death, and then the next one, it would you'd have this completely irrelevant plot with, like, goofy Looney Tunes hijinks. Um, right. And so it was very unclear what the show was trying to do. The only consistent thing we could determine was that it was trying to promote New Japan Pro Wrestling in real life.
1: Right, because they had actually funded the show. They were the ones who were actually, like, paying for the development of the show. And what it really comes off as, I think a lot of times, is that it's... It's kind of masquerading as a revival of an old cartoon, you know, an old beloved cartoon show. Because this is actually a reboot of the Tiger Mask franchise that was very popular. In well, the 70s. it's a
0: sequel, not a reboot. But yeah.
1: Well, yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's technically a story sequel, but I mean, what they're they're trying to reboot it.
0: Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Essentially, they told the same story.
1: Right, effectively. Um, and so, uh, that and but you know, they were trying. That's what they were trying to. Uh, proposed the series as, you know, that's what they were trying to kind of throw out to people. But really what this was, especially with all the interaction that they had with, like, real wrestlers, uh, like, for example, like, Makabe, uh, Naito, you know, you'd see all these different, like, actual yeah. wrestlers.
0: Ok- Okada uh, and Tanahashi. Yeah. I mean, these are some of the most famous wrestlers in Japan. Yeah, The exactly. Bullet Club, those are real guys. They're really well-known. Yeah.
1: Right. Within wrestling circles, and like, and that's kind of what it came off as, and and I think really the story was and like the tone was really really hurt by this, because they would have to constantly come up with excuses for like why certain characters like could lose, like, the only way that they could lose. I-, I think the most notable example of this I can think of, I think it was Tanahashi going up against who they thought was the Yellow Devil. This was, like, in season, in, like, the first third yeah. of the series. Yeah, And he's literally about to be ripped in half, just about. And, you know, he's constantly saying, like, no, I will not give up. And then his, ri- is uh, his corner man, who, uh... With one of the few uh unique characters who was part of new japan pro wrestling uh ryu uh throws in the towel for him and you know it like they couldn't have had it so this character you know would just you know make the pragmatic choice and be like i'm going to die
0: yeah
1: uh but instead like no you know he like we have to show how this character is like a real man because he's a real person right. you know they and can't so they him.
0: could have ryu quit though because ryu is fictional
1: Right, exactly. You know, it shows, like, okay, so Ryu can quit for him Mm -hmm. because uh, he's a fictional character, and so, you know, that way it doesn't actually, like, ruin this actual wrestler's reputation. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, there would be choices like this all throughout the series that are clearly done just so they don't hurt their actual actor's images. And I think that really is what hurts a lot of the story. Yeah, it totally
0: totally hamstrung it.
1: Right. Right. And I, I think the best episodes are the ones where we don't actually have J- New Japan Pro Wrestling, or really anybody who is really involved with it. Yeah. Uh, like, I think the best example of this would be the final episode, which has nothing to do with it.
0: Exactly. It's just, it's exclusively either made-up characters or slight, you know, allusions to real people, but, you know, nobody whose image they have to maintain.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly, cuz it's all about Harna and Miss X and kind of their endeavors to start up their own wrestling league. And you know, weirdly enough, it's also the only one that has like a re- like that really seems to capture what we were really hoping for for from the show. It's slightly self-aware, but still has enough but you know, it still is able to sort of tell a serious story, but you know, they have some like little gags, some sort of self-awareness of how goofy wrestling is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, it's the only episode, uh, this is episode 38, it's the only episode that captures simultaneously the fact that professional wrestlers know that what they're doing is a little bit silly, right. but they also take it very seriously. You know, like, they could never, the, the show was never able to strike that balance. It could only strike the weird, deadly serious bit. It could never acknowledge, okay, like, The costumes, like, the whole setup, it's a little silly. It's about promotion, and it's about showmanship as much as it's about actual, you know, fighting. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why it's really the only episode that, like, really was that striking. I mean, you would occasionally have some, like... Like, the only other episodes that were really fun were the episodes where we had, like, some neat fights... Yeah. Uh, like, where they got the budget to actually, like, animate some of the fights. So you had, like, Red Death Mask. That episode, we we kind of already touched on that briefly. You know, that one was really fun just to sort of watch the animation. Uh, admittedly, I think Ty- the fight against Tiger the Great the Third also worked. Not just because of the animation, but it was finally kind of striking that hyper-masculine, over-the-top, goofy sincere- sincerity I was kind of hoping for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, something kind of like Gurren Logan where it's just it's so stupid but it's just it buys into its own hype so much that you can't help but go along with it i agree um Um,
0: you know and 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 we're gonna we're gonna wrap up our review at the end we're gonna give uh we're gonna give you guys a list of if you if you want to watch this show but you don't want to suffer through everything we did we'll give you like a few episodes to watch to actually have an enjoyable time with it Yeah, Um, But before we do that, uh, we're going to do a draft.
1: Okay, so yeah, uh, I I think the way we're doing this is that you're going first.
0: Yeah, so basically the concept of of this is, imagine we're in a fantastical world where we need to assemble a wrestling team, and I'm going to assemble a wrestling team, and you're going to assemble a wrestling team. The only stipulation is that three of them have to be the best possible wrestlers, Uh, in in terms of quality of character, and two of them have to be the worst. And so we're going to see whose team uh, is
1: better. Uh, But also, the
0: concept (laughs) doesn't matter. We're just going to do a draft.
1: we we were really just trying to find an excuse to talk about the characters. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, So, uh, based on the fact that you told me I go first, with the first overall pick of the first round, I select the only choice, the people's (laughs) champ, Fukuwara mask. <laughs> um, so Fukuwara mask had an interesting trajectory in this show, right. mostly because he started off as a gag character exclusively, um, who we didn't really like that much. Not really, no. Um, because you know, all it seemed like all he was there for was stupid jokes and uh, like total tone shift wackiness. I mean, his his meaningful introduction came on the heels of Red Death Mask, and we were still hoping that the show was going to be a serious and exciting, and so we saw Fukuara Mask initially as a step away from that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he was the first care. and what we find out later on, though, is that, you know, he's this weird, goofy comic release char- relief character who was getting really on our nerves, but then there is this little bit of information that suddenly changes the entire uh, view you have of the character, which is when he uh, reveals that he knows Tiger the Great the mm-hmm. Third, uh, who is being built up to be the main villain of the series, and that he seems to have some history with them.
0: Or with yeah, him. yeah, and that that comes surprisingly late in the show. One of the reasons we were fascinated with him early was that. Um, we saw him take off his mask.
1: Right. And that that
0: little scene completely captivated us because we decided there had to be a reason we saw his face. Um, (laughs) And so we kept what was fun for us, like the way that Tiger Mask was fun was trying to figure out how this story might secretly be good. Um, (laughs) Because on the surface, it was really never good. Um, Right. Until the very last episode, which could be a standalone. But for the episodes 1 through 37, the story was never really good in itself. So we kept trying throughout to decide ways that it was going to totally subvert our expectations and become a great story, and we would theorize at length. And every theory revolved around some great revelation of why we saw Fukawarama's face, what his relationship is to GWM uh and how he is the fundamental player and the main actor in this story (laughs) um and that didn't exactly pan out but it was endlessly delightful to theorize about right
1: it it was about the most fun we had with the series was trying to theorize and figure out what the heck fukawara's mass point was in the series yeah because he was really
0: the only mystery
1: right Unfortunately, the series did kind of take the most boring approach to the resolution of his character. Yeah. But it was still delightful to do. It was a fun ride. Yes.
0: All right, Matt. Um yes. Who, so who's who's on your team? Who's your oh. first overall pick?
1: Okay. So my first choice might surprise you because I don't think I ever actually talked about this in the sh- on like in our weekly episodes. Uh-huh. Um I am actually going with the Miracles. Okay. Um, okay, so there are a couple reasons why I like the Miracles. Uh, first of all, I I kind of like how the show takes this approach with the Miracles about, because so there are four different Miracles that are introduced, you know, Miracles one through four, and there's always kind of this sort of pervading mystery, this reveal to who the Miracles are. It's not really like an obvious thing that they're doing, but I appreciate the story, like this kind of, there's kind of this satisfying, like mystery reveal to Mm -hmm. them. Uh, so it's like, you find out the first one, like, the first one you find out about is uh, Miracle 2, which is Kevin, who has been a major player throughout the show, kind of on the, uh, kind of like, you know, in the background. Yeah. You get the revelation that one of them, I believe it's Miracle 3, who is the, uh, who is their, like, who's like the main trainer yeah. for GWM, who's been constantly forced into the cycle. Uh, and then the fourth one, was he, he was, uh, he was the gymnastics tiger, correct? Or he was like the gymnastic Master that we found out about, I think. Universal Mask? Yeah, Universal Mask, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I do think that there was this kind uh, We never find out about the first one, which kind of makes me think that they didn't even realize that they were setting up this formula that, <laughs> there. Because yeah. I kept imagining that there was going to be this big reveal to who Miracle 1 was. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I- and he was going to be Fukuwara
0: Mask. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but no. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought that was... At least for the time, I thought that was at least an interesting hook that the series was developing. The other thing I like about The Miracles is that I like how, how succinctly they sort of describe the issue with GWM. Uh, so, the major conflict in this show is basically, uh, you know, the hometown hero versus globalization. Um, so, you know, you have kind of, like, you know, Jipong that was kind of effectively destroyed by GWM, you know, they lost all their talented wrestlers, uh, you know, they're kind of going around destroying them. Uh, the Miracles are effectively, like, they are mass-produced wrestlers. They have this sort of weird stylistic choice, but it's very safe and, like... It, it, it sort of removes somebody's identity
0: yeah they're all uniform and anyone could step into it yeah
1: yeah exactly it's like anybody could do this anybody could step into it uh, anybody could be a miracle uh, but it, it's such a and you know it's like their design is at least flashy but it's not done but it's not really like flashy in a unique way yeah there's you know, no
0: personality to it
1: yeah exactly they're but they're they're sleek mm-hmm. um like you know they have they're kind of like they're kind of uniform they have like a uniform color scheme. Um, and you know, I, I thought that aspect to them was actually kind of interesting. It showed a lot more insight to the character design, or a lot more thought about the character design than I think any other design did in the show. Yeah,
0: that's a good pick. Um, even though you get four people on your team, but that's okay. I'm gonna <laughs> let it slide.
1: I consider them one person because, frankly, yeah. who their identities are is not really that interesting. Yeah, and, and, in and so, end. uh,
0: that's fine. I am not offended. Uh, I want to make one more note because we forgot to mention it on Fukuwara Mask real quick. Oh, by um, all. is that a lot of the reason that we were fascinated by him was that we were convinced and speculated uh, to no end about the fact that Fukuwara Mask was going to actually be Yellow Devil, and right? He was going to be, the, and he was going to be this great story of redemption. So that's what we talked about a lot. We didn't mention right. that. And so then when that fell through, we tried to come up with other even more out of <laughs> absurd, absurd, theories. Absurd, absurd theories. So anyway, um, so with the first pick of the second round of the Tiger Mask draft, uh, I'm going to pick uh, a man who could himself defeat... All four of the miracles. Uh, the incomparable Red Death Mask.
1: I'm going to cross him off my list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: the So what, what I love about Red Death Mask is that even though he loses at two separate points, he never really feels like he's um, lost the intimidation factor. You know, right. he is this massive person who whose personality is completely self-centered and sadistic um right who his special move is grabbing people by the face and uh, (laughs) crushing them and then jumping up and slamming them by the head down on the mat so he's this uh, basically, uncontrollable force. You know, there's a reason that they, 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 he's sort of dressed up like the devil. He's supposed to be almost this d- demonic personality. And in the Hell in the Hole arc, uh, he's just treated as this absolute force of nature. He betrays everyone who trusts him. Um, he, and he's never really given any redemption or humanity. He's just treated as this monolith of evil and strength. And to right. me, that's what makes a good Tiger Mask villain. It's not someone who's relatable or understandable. It's <laughs> someone who's absurd. Um, and he yeah. was absurd in all the most fun and extreme
1: ways. You know what? You're not wrong. Um, I-, I think it's also... I think I give Red Death Mask a little bit more credit because his his fight was really the first really fun Match yep. for the longest time when we were covering this, we were constantly longing back for the days of Red Death Mask. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of the first villain outside of uh, Yellow Devil that they actually established ahead of time as well. Like it, the series was kind of building to him a little bit. Yep. Um, I think he's also the he, is he the only one who's actually killed somebody in the show? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he killed somebody during the Hell in the Hole. Yeah,
0: he might have been the only one. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah. I shouldn't laugh, but that was crazy, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, and was he also the one who selected a table as his weapon of mass destruction? Well, it's not that he selected it, it's
0: that it like, the drone dropped it, and then he just spent the rest of that art carrying around a table. Table, which is Everyone was freaking out, like, he's got a chair
1: and a table,
0: you know? (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome.
1: Yeah, no, Uh, Red Death Mask is great. I absolutely uh, agree with that pick. Um, I, for my next pick, uh, I am going to go with Tiger the Great the Third. Okay. Wow. Um, He was
0: not on my list.
1: Oh, okay. Good. So I'm glad. So the reason I have picked Tiger the Great the Third, kind of like Red Death Mask, I think he's one of the only villains that they really establish properly. I think they actually do a pretty good job uh, of uh, establishing his strength. It's kind of a running theme in Shonen series. In order to kind of establish how good a character is, you kind of need to, like, give them some sort of big hype moment. Or maybe not even, like, a hype moment, but you kind of have to have them go up against somebody else that you already know is a threat. I think they actually did that pretty effectively with Tiger the Great the Third, with how he was able to go up pretty easily against Mr. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, because just the prior episode, we had seen how much uh, Tiger Mask had struggled against him. And I, you know, it's like, and then you see how he deals with uh, Mister Bigfoot. You know, you see how his strength is still uh, like maybe a concern to him, but he still is able to pretty handily deal with him. Yeah. Um. He and you know you cut you know throughout the series he does always kind of come off as this big imposing figure because of how much people are not able to deal with him. I I do think the reason why he was not my number one pick is because they do sort of. Undermine that a little bit with the fact that Takamu probably could have beat him when he was in his match but just sort of decided not to yeah because he I wanted think... to make him suffer yeah yeah and you know we, we've we gone on and on about how much better they could have played that off like it would have been fine if he had been defeated at that point uh-huh. but, but I think overall like he is you know he is kind of somebody I was kind of rooting to see defeated uh, just because again you know he's he never he never really quite loses his imposingness mm-hmm and I think, and I think that's again kind of important for a tiger mask villain.
0: Oh, that's a good pick. He's a good. He, he was. He was a good villain. He filled the role, and I mean, I think I what I would have liked from him is a little more understanding of right. his backstory. Um, it's like, to me, you either have to go to one extreme or the other, right? So one right. one extreme is no backstory, no explanation, just absurd evil. like red death mask (laughs) the other way you can go and still have it be successful is have him be evil but have some understanding of why so like but what what they did with that bothered me with tiger the great the third is that you just got a little bit you got a little bit of understanding of where he came from what his motivations were but you didn't get enough to really piece it together in any meaningful way so he wasn't absurd he wasn't fun based on his absurdity he was just sort of poorly explained
1: yeah yeah i can i can agree with that
0: um all right so with uh the final pick for uh excuse me not the final fact first pick of the third round uh my my final choice for best character um i'm going to go with spring tiger slash okay Haruna. okay um, let me
1: get her off my list yeah.
0: <laughs> uh and this was a tough it was a tough pick for for the last one. The first two were pretty obvious for me that this this one was a little tricky, but uh, ultimately, you know, uh, like I've mentioned already, the, the the tiebreaker was episode 38, which was an exceptional episode of any anime um, yep. and extremely exceptional for Tiger Mask. Um but through, but it sort of put into context the rest of the series that uh Haruna really stands out as an interesting character mostly in relation to the main characters because what's what's interesting about harun is that she learns things and she like has motivations that grow and develop with time and she has frustrations and she has uh, goals that she's not comfortable talking about with people uh and she has hidden feelings and there's a little bit more to her whereas the ostensible main character naoto has one feeling it is he wants to be good at wrestling so he can have revenge now um and you realize that's pretty much it from him you know he he doesn't have any development he doesn't really become any more interesting by the final episode than he was in the first episode uh, as Haruna really stands out as the only main, main character who has a pattern, or, or who really has a trajectory in her character arc. Right.
1: Uh, I would also say she has more of a personality... Yes. ...than uh, Naoto does as well. She, you know, she has a multifaceted... You know, you know she's a little money-hungry, but you can kind of also see where that comes from, because, you know, she lives in a very small, sort of run-down shop with her uncle... Yeah. You know, you kind of see where that comes from. But, you know, she's not, like, overly greedy. You know, she still does very... You know, she does seem to sincerely care about her family unit. You know, her sort of, like... She wants what's best for Naoto. You know, she just wants a little money off on the side. You yeah. know, it's not... Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I also uh, like
0: her as Spring Tiger because she uh, isn't very good. for. You know, like, <laughs> that's the thing, is that yeah. Naoto, it takes forever for Tiger Mask to lose a single match. Like, that, right. that's the thing, is that Naoto, he doesn't even have a history as a professional wrestler. He just goes off, he trains by himself for years, and then he jumps in and is immediately an undefeatable wrestling champ. Right. Um, and so there's really... You never really have any fear that there's anything at risk with him. Um, but Spring Tiger she's not that good at first you know she's sort of pulling it
1: together right yeah no i mean there's more room for growth for her there's more room to kind of see where like for her to go yeah uh like there's a more much more interesting journey for us to follow with Haruna. yeah so uh,
0: yeah and and it, needless to say her her fight in episode 38 is just about the best in the show Oh, yeah, and, um, like, even
1: better than Red Death Mask, I would say. Yeah,
0: and so, all and again, as long as whoever was involved with episode 38 stays on staff, I would be delighted to see a Haruna-focused sequel.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, the only issue I would have... There, there's only a couple of issues I have with Harada's character. One is that I don't like the revelation that she was had as a crush on Naoto all this time. Yeah,
0: it was so shoehorned in at the end.
1: It's like, they have never once shown any interest in one another. It has always been a brotherly, brother-sister thing for them. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, I think the only issue with that final episode is that she does beat, like... Like kind of like the mainstay of women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly, she uh she did kind of just let her win. Yeah. But you know there is kind of this. Uh, where does she What's go she from gonna here?
0: Do now? Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but then again, I mean, Tiger Mask certainly drag like the the main show dragged it out because Red Death Mask was the best fighter that they had that uh, GWM had for a long time. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they can find figure out something to do. Yep. Okay, so my final pick for the best of the characters. Uh, actually, along the same lines as you, I'm going to go with ha- Harna's longtime rival, uh, Miss X. Oh, interesting. Um, in a show that should have had a lot more personality, but didn't, <laughs> uh, Miss X kind of stands out to me a little bit as being one of the very few characters with, like, with almost an abundance of personality. Uh, you know, she's very, you know, she's kind of, she's imposing, uh, you know, she's kind of, she manages to be kind of, like, the sexy female, like, like, she manages to kind of pull off being both kind of sexy, but also sort of, uh, sort of intimidatingly so. Yeah. Like, everything about her just strikes me as fierce. Um, and... (laughs) she gains some points for me though in that final episode where you know she does kind of show off that she's not really she wasn't really like loyal or devoted to GWM you know she was just she was just sort of a PR rep that they had hired on and she was just kind of going along with it yeah Uh, once she kind of sees how messed up uh, GWM is or how much they're kind of like just suddenly deciding that they don't value her opinion more I mean she pretty much leaves her right away and tries to develop her own brand you know I, I think that's an interesting angle for her yeah I agree Uh, and I kind of like the fact that she can show some sensitivity there you know the fact that you know she's willing to kind of reach out to Harna a little bit more you know you know that's kind of another thing that that kind of went understated during the show was that Miss X and Harna always kind of had this back and forth going on
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because they were always trying they were always kind of trying to negotiate with one another and I kind of I kind of like the fact that the end episode kind of throws them together Mm -hmm. yeah it it says
0: like hey that relationship for what it was it had some impact you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. because like, we're so used to, in this show, all the relationships having no impact and no meaning.
1: Right. And now, it's like, suddenly, that this is an, in, like, this is a relationship that is changing now. Yeah. Um, and I kind of appreciate what Miss X brings to that.
0: Yeah. I agree. Those are good picks. Uh, I do have to say, it's kind of funny, all three, none of the picks for your side were
1: on my list at all. Interesting, interesting. Uh... Yeah, no, and uh, amusingly, I think all of your picks were yeah. on mine. <laughs> Outside of a uh, Fukawara mask, who I just deci- I did not put on my list because I knew you were going first, and I knew he was going to be your number one. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, I, I was I was torn at the end between picking Harana or Viper Boston, but I realized the only thing <laughs> I like about Viper Boston is uh, her awesome name. Um, right. that's So, fair. Uh, Matt, we're gonna switch switch sides here. Uh, do you want to take? Uh, The first pick for the worst character in Tiger Mask.
1: They are technically two separate characters. Would it be wrong if I combined them together because I hate them for the same reason?
0: Whatever, you're going to do what you're going to (laughs) do.
1: Okay, Uh, it is a tie between El Saboten and Gorilla Jeet Singh. Oh
0: man, those were two of mine, but yeah. They're two of mine too, okay? Alright, go. (laughs) Just go, yeah. Uh, You knew I was going to talk about them.
1: Oh yeah, no, no. So... uh, (sighs) The reason I hate them so much is because I've, they're literally the exact same reason. They are stupid stereotypes that are just not funny that are clearly thrown in for cheap for cheap gags because like, oh, look how different they are being foreigners. Yeah. Um there is really not anything more to their characters. Um if I had to say who was worth Worse, I would say uh, El Saboten, because we get an entire episode devoted to him, in yeah. him speaking, like, even, like, dumber than a toddler would.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and it's like, oh my god, just, what are you
0: doing? What are you saying? Yeah, what's, what and, are you trying to accomplish with either of these characters?
1: Characters, well, and it's like, uh, yeah. and it's like, I don't know, it, like, I really can't help but feel like El Saboten... Like, I don't know what Japanese stereotypes are of Mexicans. Being, you know, I have not been over to in Japan for an extended period yeah. of time. Uh, so I don't know if the whole, like, giant dumb brute thing is a stereotype they have. All I know is that he fights with a cactus.
0: Yeah, and his name is the cactus.
1: And his name is the cactus. Yeah. So it's, and, you know, it's like, and I'm complaining about him. Gorilla Jeet Singh, I only don't say is worse just because he shows up mercifully mercifully less. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's still the exact same problem, because he basically comes in with a scimitar. Yeah, and, and... a turban, and he's
0: just screaming incoherently, and it's like, yep. look at that crazy South Asian. Yeah, basically.
1: So, uh, every time, I think I described this at the sh- uh, on the show, it's basically having dinner with your racist grandfather, and just <laughs> praying that they're not going to say anything stupid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a really fun time. Um, so my uh, for the second the second pick of the fourth round, I am going uh, to pick everyone's favorite uh, teen idols Nama Ham and Yaki Udon.
1: <laughs> I was actually trying to find their names earlier, but I was like, no, no, never mind, never mind.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought you might think of it because this was. Ages ago. This is, like, six... So, it was, um... What was it? Like, episode six, I think. Yep. Um, It was an early one. And this was, again, it was shortly... This was two episodes after Red Death Mask. And this was really where we started to think, Oh, no. What is this show? (laughs) (laughs) What are we watching? Um, because... Uh, essentially what happens is this this episode is dedicated to the appearance of these two idols uh, right. named Namaham and Yaki Udon, who have the strangest voices I've ever heard in an anime, clearly because they're, like, gag idols, and they recorded right. the episode themselves. Uh, and the whole thing centers around them hating wrestling, but then learning... To love it by watching Tiger Mask.
1: Yep. Uh, for defending them from Gorilla Jeet Singh.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, that that's the whole thing is that Gorilla Jeet Singh, because he's an insane South Asian, wants to kill them with a scimitar for no reason. Right. Um, and then they, they respond with their pure love of wrestling by singing uh, a goofy song to the whole crowd and everyone cheers along. Um... It's it's really, it was at this point that we realized just how much of an advertisement this show yep. was. That it, like, had no desire to tell a story consistently. It was just sort of doing whatever for whoever. Um, yep. And it was just really uncomfortable and boring and upsetting
1: all at the same time. So, it's interesting. The reason I decided in the end to not do any more um, research to try and figure out what their names were... Uh, I had kind of decided that the only reason I couldn't list them is because I thought the re- I thought the investigation of who they actually were was actually really funny to me, um, and I thought that that journey and that discovery was it was too fun for me. To, like for yeah. a show that's that's so painful to watch, that having something that was genuinely fun for me to discover, maybe for all the wrong reasons, but even so.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, I think you're you're right, because it's 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 hard to judge because the episode we recorded for that when we talked about it was really fun. Uh, yeah, trying so... to figure out what the heck we had just watched. But treat it like if you just are looking at it as the characters themselves. Right. Or the no, episodes yeah. themselves, they're awful. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep, you are absolutely right. Okay, so my second pick for worst character is actually the title character. Um, Tiger Mask. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Okay.
1: Uh, Tiger Mask slash Naoto. Uh-huh. Um, I think the biggest problem I have with Tiger Mask is that they try, and ter- try to turn him into a more complicated character than he needs to be. Um, you know, Tiger Mask is supposed to be this representation of, like, the people's hopes. Yeah. Um, you know, like, you know, goofy stuff like that. I mean, this is a character who, like, Naoto won't even reveal who he is to his would-be girlfriend j- just because, uh, like, well, because it's not really me. It's just Tiger Mask is just supposed to represent the will of the people. Yeah. And it's like, okay, first of all, when was that established? Okay, I know probably in the past, like, 70s anime, fine, whatever. But come on, Naoto. Like, that's not the type of story you're really telling here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yet they try and pass Tiger Mask off as being this sort of, like, almost superhero character. But then they do this whole thing where he's trying to, like, you know, he kind of goes to this thing where all he cares about is fighting uh, Tiger the Great III and getting that match with them. So he goes and fights with GWM with the Miracles. And it's just the most pointless storyline because you already have that character who fell to the dark side in Takama. And it's such an unnecessary and needless story that it's, like, when he finally, re- like, I don't think it would have bothered me so much if it was maybe, like, a temptation. Or maybe something he did once and then kind of pulls away. It's like, wait, what am I doing? But no, he beats up some of the end uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, wrestlers over the head with a chair. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, Naoto. There is no coming back for you from that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's just weird that, like, the show makes it so easy for him to get back on everyone's good side. And, I, I mean, again, you have to wonder what what message are they trying to send to their right. audience?
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's like, okay, so he turned his back on his friends, but, you know, they, they kind of just accept him back almost immediately. Yeah, there's no real consequences. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, they're they're kind of, like, mad at him for a little bit, but then when, like, he comes in and saves one of them, all of a sudden, all is forgiven? Yeah. I don't know. He's just... And I think it doesn't help as well that Naoto himself is such a boring, stale guy. Yeah, he's like, just so don't...
0: vapid. There's no depth. Like, you get a little bit of background in one episode, but it's basically like... Oh, yeah, like, there was a natural disaster in my hometown, and I was living in a camp, but then I saw a wrestling match, and I was inspired to be a wrestler, so I became a wrestler.
1: Like, that's the sort of backstory you give to, like, a, si- like, a one-off episode yeah. character.
0: And that right? but that's all you ever got. You never met anyone in his family, you never saw anything beyond that. All you saw was, like, I like wrestling and also revenge.
1: <laughs> and... I don't think it would be that big of a deal, but again, they're trying to tell this story with him. Like, like they're trying to do this, like, deep character study of Tiger Mask. Yeah, but there's no but character it doesn't work. to study. Right, like, it, it's like, it would be fine if they had gone with a very simple character. Like, if they were basically making him out to be, like, the superhero character, but they don't do that. Yeah. And they just, it, like, to me, he just sort of represents this indecision that the series has. Yeah.
0: Um... All right, so for the the final pick on my t- my team and the final pick of the draft, uh, I'm going to go with Lady. Uh, okay. Lady is Miss X's assistant. Um, this is a bit of a desperation pick for me because literally everything on my list was taken since <laughs> you took Gorilla Jeet Singh and Saboten and Tiger Mask. That was my whole Sorry. list. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so just trying to go with something else, I think Lady was a little disappointing. Mostly for uh, the reasons we've described with some other characters is that there was a lot of potential in that she was this very strange analytical character that sort of seemed detached from Miss X. She worked with her, but it wasn't clear to whom her loyalties were. In episode 31, we saw her uh, having a conversation, having lunch with Fukuwara Mask, and Fukuwara Mask seemed embarrassed or trying to explain it away. And so there was a lot of potential there for... Her to be like a double agent or something going on but that just happened with no justification no explanation and no even uh, no connection
1: to anything they didn't even have a meaningful yeah. look after that yeah pretty much like there there was a lot that could have been done with her it's like oh is so like is she Fukuwara mass daughter and is he trying to keep her out like is you know was he trying to keep her away from gwm yeah uh but you know she kind of sort of just fell into it just like he did. And, you know, you're right. There was a lot more that they could have done with her.
0: Yeah, so for 37 episodes or however long she was in there, she was just kind of boring. She didn't have any... She didn't earn any of her character traits. There was no explanation, no justification. It, right. it wasn't fun. Um, in episode 38, you saw how that character could be fun. She could be right. kind of detached but kind of goofy in a way. And so I, so right. it was like... Sort of the, a- the only thing with episode 38 was it showed oh this is what they should have been doing with her the whole time if if they had just done this and made this her characterization it would have worked but because they didn't it made her a waste up until then
1: yep no i uh i totally agree with you there i I mean honestly the reason i didn't write her down was because i forgot she was a character (laughs) yeah
0: that happens too (laughs) Um all right, so I think I think those are some good teams. Are there any bonuses you wanna throw we don't need to do a discussion, but any characters you wanna just throw out that
1: you didn't get to mention? Uh I was gonna mention uh Mr Bigfoot. Me too, he to was me. on my list. <laughs> <laughs> just because I don't know, it was a fine fight and he was I think I had mentioned this, he was like one of the few characters who I felt like could have been would have fit in just fine with the original Tiger Mask or yeah. what they were should have tried to go for with it. Yeah. And then uh, on my worst list, I had Takuma as well. I, be- I had the two title characters and then the two racist
0: characters. <laughs> That's a good list. Um, <laughs> so before we close out, uh, I just want to take a minute. Uh, f- so for anyone who's listening and for some reason has listened to this point in the episode, one, thank you. <laughs> and two, if you haven't actually watched Tiger Mask, you know, we trashed a lot of it. But there really are some fun episodes. So we yes. wanted to highlight a few of them real quick before we wrap up um so the first one we, we could just alternate um but the first one is just episode one called the two tigers uh i think it's important to watch just because if you watch this one episode you'll understand the entire conceit of the show you'll understand the premise and any other details won't be that important You can just fit it in and connect it uh, to the information you get from the first episode. Additionally, the initial fight in the first third of this episode is really fun. Uh, It's really stylistic and it has a good vibe. And so um, it's worth seeing for backstory and for seeing the first fight with Yellow Devil in that show.
1: Yep. Uh, I would also uh, mention as well that it has perhaps the goofiest thing that has happened in the show... Which is, uh, Naoto dangling from a tree, a bear runs after him, and he, like, grabs the bear and flips around on the tree and suplexes the bear. Yeah. Which, to me, really set a high standard for the show that it could not live up to. That's true. Um, the next episode, of course, we've mentioned it repeatedly. It is the Red Death Mask episode. Which Um, is? Episode four, sorry. Yep uh Red Death Mask is pro- uh we've mentioned him you know we mentioned him in our best uh our best characters it's just a really fun fight it's it's kind of a really intense fight too you don't really see anything like that like brutal in the series like with Red Death Mask yeah uh, like, this he makes people
0: where... bleed out of their face Right, he,
1: like... like there's this great moment When he's fighting Ryu And like, you just see the <laughs> agony on his face He they killed really Ryu thought... he, killed he totally him. killed him But even though he didn't And nobody yeah. seems to want to address that he's perfectly fine The next episode <laughs> But you know, whatever uh, We
0: should have put Ryu on the best characters Like the amount of times that he gets Mutilated and no one comments On it or cares <laughs> <laughs> that was one of oh, my favorite right. tropes from this show. <laughs> Nobody gives a crap about Ryu.
1: Ryu. And it doesn't even turn out to be an important character yeah. in the end. Uh yeah. Um,
0: so that, that that is a fun one, it's a good one. It's well animated. It's uh it's it's a real highlight. Um right. the next one I'm gonna kinda cheat and combine two episodes because it's a combined plot and they're yeah. both worth watching, but it's episodes nineteen and twenty uh, which is the Helen hole arc. So this is when, uh, Takuma and Kevin are get, are on the outs with GWM because they lost to tiger mask. And so they have to redeem themselves by, uh, doing this free for all battle on a volcano, uh, in the wilderness for a gambling audience. And, uh, so the structure ends up being pretty fun. You see a bunch of funny combinations. You see some good fights. You see some more red death mask, um, and it ends up just being a good series of fights, a fun tone, um, and, yeah, it, it, it works, and it makes Takuma and Kevin more interesting characters than they were at
1: any point before that. Right. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um. It, and, of course, it does have Red Death Mask running around with a table, and also the underappreciated uh, Terminator robot that they have to fight at the very end. <laughs> that we kind of goes completely unaddressed to be honest yeah exactly
0: like oh wait is this show gonna turn into like a man versus robot thing nope just the one no
1: just that one time you know actually i have to confess something during the final episode when uh viper when uh viper or sorry mother devil walks out yeah um i actually thought she was one of those robots
0: yeah, that would have been that would have been a pretty deep cut for this show, but
1: yeah. <laughs> Especially because she kind of looks like the Terminator, like a female version of the Terminator. Yeah, you're right, she does. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, but the fi- the next episode we would probably recommend is uh, "Farewell Tiger," which is episode 37. Again, it's one of those episodes where it has like a great fight at the end, like the fight again. Like for all of its faults, the fight against Tiger the Great the Third is actually really fun. They've really got the fact that they got a budget for this episode really shows mm-hmm. they get a lot of really cool shots The the it's pretty well animated it feels really fluid you get some pretty like uh, tiger uh tiger Mask final blow against uh, tiger the great the third really does like have some real impact to it it's a great fight uh and then there's also a great fun scene at the very end where they're at the airport and apparently everybody is running around screaming for the tiger that they are interested in
0: yeah yeah, no, it, it was it was good. It Like, e- even though there wasn't enough characterization to get them there, it was good to finally see the revenge match that now, right. you know, the show had been promising us the whole time. And, you know, they got it. And that was pretty yeah, much pretty it. Much. There wasn't much complexity to it, but they got it. Yeah, um, you know, and
1: that's really all the show needed. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then the last episode is the, of course, the unexpected gift of episode 38, Tiger, <laughs> where uh, we were dreading having to watch this episode because it just felt like pointlessly extending the show to talk right. about horror enough for no reason um, but it ended up being an absolute highlight because they got a budget they got much better direction and they got some uh, a quality script. Which, yep. turns out, is really all you need to make a, an enjoyable and watchable show. <laughs> uh, and so that, honestly, if you're going to watch one episode, watch episode 38. Don't worry about the yep. context. Uh, you'll figure it out. It's worth it just as a 20-minute piece of animation all on its own.
1: Yep. Uh, like, if you'd, it benefits from knowing the series beforehand. Yeah. Um... Like, because there are some in-jokes in there that you're not going to get if you don't watch the series, yeah, but I but mean but
0: also, it's a long series, do like spare and yourself, and it's not
1: worth watching for that Yeah.
0: But um, so, as, as we wrap up, Matt is there anyone that you would recommend Tiger Mask W2
1: as a show? I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, I guess that's the only person I can recommend it to because those are the only people I have seen who seem to genuinely enjoy the show yeah um, frankly, which baffles me, to be honest, because I didn't really, th- like, as a non-wrestling fan, I didn't really get much out of this. Yeah. Uh, outside of just some fi- some decently animated episodes, and of course, episode 38. Yeah. Um, I, I guess otherwise, it- it's not a, t- well, no. I don't think it's the worst thing we've watched, but I don't think it's the best. I mean, it's, well, it's obviously not really, the best. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I don't even know if I would classify it as good. It's certainly not the worst thing we've watched, though. No. But yeah, it, high, high o-
0: praise from Matt on Tiger Mask. <laughs> um, so yeah, so don't watch Tiger Mask unless you already like wrestling or New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, but do watch episodes one, four, nineteen, twenty. 37 and most importantly Late. 38 pretty much um all right i think we're uh, good for time on this one <laughs> we went a little long but it was fun i enjoyed doing the draft with you matt um, yeah no absolutely And uh, I I enjoyed watching this very, very silly
1: show with you these last nine months. It does feel like an end of an era, almost, because this was the show that pretty much... We've had this for the entirety of Koshian cast, and uh, it's finally over, so... I know. it, It kind of feels like a brave new world, almost. Yeah,
0: it is. And we'll brave it together next week on KoshianCast. How do you like that transition? <laughs> what if, That should have been the end of the show, but I'm just going to keep talking. No. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you later, Matt. Thanks for coming. Bye. Our logo design is by James Ratcliffe. The theme music is Fly High by Burnout Syndromes, covered and performed by Luke Bartka. You can follow KoshianCast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and our email is koshiancast at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll be back next week with the best and worst from the world of sports anime. And until then, keep training.